Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, final hour of the Lake Show, New Sock 830 WCCO. Going to pivot a little bit because one of my friends got back to me. He got back to me late, but he's right on time. Joining us now, uh, coming back to the show here on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline, is Jeff Hayden, a former member of the Minnesota Senate, joining us here because I wanted to ask him some questions about just where we're at politically in this country with the, uh, the GOP just cannot come to a consensus in terms of supporting somebody to be the next Speaker of the House and how things are kind of playing out. Uh, Jeff Hayden, thank you so much for giving me a call tonight, man. How you doing? Hey, I appreciate it, Henry. Sorry I got back to you a little late. I was just uh, getting off a plane, so I saw your message. Hey, you are right on time, so no worries at all. All right, so give me your reaction when you hear the news that breaks earlier today that Tom Emmer was withdrawing from being um, from the race of being the next Speaker of the House of Representatives because it seemed like things were trending in his favor from the way that they were doing the inner uh, voting and stuff like that and him getting propped up and being put into that or elevated into that position. But uh, when you heard what you heard and the, the news broke that it was not going to happen, he was withdrawing, what was your initial reaction? You know, it was, I mean, there was slim hope. You know, I, I served with Congressman Emmer when I was in the House, uh, I guess now about 15 years ago. You know, he, you know he's, he's a firebrand. I mean, he's conservative, a firebrand. He, you know, he ran against Governor Dayton and, you know, didn't lose by that much. He was, you know, he was, he's known widely as being a strong campaigner um, and deeply conservative. So, and, and we know each other, and I thought, um, I thought, thought, thought for him, you know, um, though it's not necessarily my side of the aisle, that it was a good pick. But, you know, and he got through the process, got through the gauntlet. He was the number three member under McCarthy. And then it appeared that the Trump wing, uh, the president uh, didn't support, former president didn't support him. Uh, his folks started calling uh, that Freedom Caucus or those members. And, you know, the one thing Tom can do is count. So I think he realized that after he got the majority of the votes inside the caucus, but he did have enough, uh, you know, went to, to go to the floor that he wasn't going to waste a lot of time and kind of get drugged through the news and 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 look, you know, and 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 go through that process only to not have the vote. So, you know, he's a smart politician. Um, when I served with him, he was as conservative him and former Speaker Zellers and a few others used to be on the back wall. We called him the dog pound, and they were hard to deal with, and they were as conservative as can be. So, you know, if Tom Emmer isn't good enough or conservative enough or as far to the right, I don't know who would. I, and I'm glad that you brought that up because because I'm going to ask a question about that because I've got some 
Uh, I'm, I'm familiar with Tom, too. Me and him actually did radio together um, on the weekend for about a year. This was many, many years ago. It's probably maybe roughly around like 14, uh, 15 years ago now. So so I'm a little bit familiar with, with Tom. Um, and you're right, like, you know, st- strong conservative. But I guess my question is, is is and you, you mentioned it, that the, the MAGA part of the Republican Party was not going to go for Tom Emmer. So if they're not going to go for Tom Emmer, I'm trying to figure out who the GOP is going to prop up to say this is the person that we want in that position. I don't know where they turn. What, what, what do you think happens here? Yeah, there's only really two scenarios that they got. They either cut a deal with the Democrats and uh, Minority Leader Jeffers and get enough votes to make the temporary speaker, give that person more power in order to pass some things like Ukrainian and Israeli aid and other things continuously, you know, continuous resolutions to keep the government going and put it basically just in a very temporary state. Or, but that's going to require Republicans, you know, five, you know, at least six Republicans to come and vote with the Democrats and the Democrats be comfortable with whatever the package is. The other thing that was voted, I just was reading as I was, you know, kind of looking and preparing for your show, is there is some call, believe it or not, that Speaker, former Speaker McCarthy and Jim Jordan come together with some kind of pack where Jordan would be the number two guy, McCarthy be the number one, and they kind of co-govern this thing through, um, which sounds, you know, not like, you know, anything that I've ever heard of, but that (laughs) might be the only way to get them through. And the question really begs that if that was the case, why didn't they do that from the beginning? Exactly. Why didn't they tell McCarthy that they didn't trust him and that they wanted to have somebody on their side to be in all the meetings. I have to tell you, when I was the deputy majority leader, you know, in the Minnesota Senate, we had some caucus problems and people elevated me to a a position along with, you know, former minority leader Katie Seaman to work as kind of a tri-governing, you know, process with Tom Bach because there was some distrust on all sides and wanted to make sure everybody's interest was there when we went into negotiations. So that's something that you can do. It's, we've done it on the local level. I've been involved, and I don't know why they take themselves through all that pain if that's what they were going to come up with. Yeah, we're talking to former Minnesota State Senator uh, Jeffrey Hayden here on the, the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm totally with you if, if that's where they're trying to pivot to now, which I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't think that Matt Gates is trying to go down that road, right? Because I think he'd look a little bit funny in the light, too. But I guess, let me ask you this. How do you think that we look on the global stage right now? Because I've, I've been saying for weeks, and I think that there are probably a lot of people out there that agree with me, uh, regardless of whether you identify with you know being a Democrat or Republican or if you're independent, but just globally, I just think that this is a bad look on how everything is being laid out and how things are are happening in the house. You know, I, I agree. I mean, one of the things that, that we try to pride ourselves as being Americans and, and our, our version of democracy is that there's a peaceful transition of power, right? People win elections and lose elections. People accept that. And then the, the next party comes in and they take over and they get their opportunity to govern. And so I think with this, you know, issue with, with Donald Trump or, you know, former President Trump and the election denier. That started to come into question, and I think that this is a residual effect of that issue, is that, well, wait a minute, the United States has always been strong for a whole host of reasons, but certainly they've been strong because of the stability, and they go all around the world and talk about our version of democracy 
and why it works and why we're stable. And I think that because of the last election results, which is seen on TV every day with the indictments that are starting to come in Atlanta around, you know, this, this, this trying to, you know, change the election there. And now all of the people work for Donald Trump, you know, are starting former President Trump are starting to, you know, fall and get convicted and then testify against former president. I, I really think that that is really challenging, you know, who we are, you know, in terms of the world standing, if we're going to go around and tell people that our way is the best way um, and that that's, that's the most important thing. I think that the groups, and I'm not a foreign policy expert, so I'm sure there's a ton listening and they can get on and like totally, you know, refute what I'm saying. But I also think that it helps Russia and China and our huge enemies continue to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, Americans are saying that they're so good and that here's the things that they do and here's why the democracy works and here's why they're free to do what they want. But look what's happening in their country. And I think that they start making that case to other more developing countries in Africa and Asia and others. And I think that that becomes a matter of national security. I just went over my skis, but that's what I think is going on. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (laughs) I appreciate it. Hey, Jeff, I I do want to ask you one Trump question. And the question was asked via our uh, text line earlier tonight and actually a caller even called in. So multiple people asked this question. I don't know the answer, and I, quite frankly, I don't expect you to know the answer. I just want just maybe your 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 possible opinion on this or your opinion on this. I'm trying to – I just – why do you think it's so difficult for the GOP and Republicans to divorce themselves from Donald Trump? And I ask that because it's not just because he's a former president of the United States of America. It's also – the fact that we have criminal investigations, we have indictment, indictments, we have very serious and he has ser- serious and problematic issues that are taking place. But yet and still, he still has supporters. Why, why do you why do you think that we have politicians and, and people that have been elevated um, to high ranking um, positions in this country? Why do you think it's hard for them to divorce him, divorce themselves from him? Well, I think a couple things. I think on the ground, there are just a lot of frustrated people, right? And that they see a lot of, you know, the, the, the wage gap is as high as it's ever been between the have and the have-nots, right? And when you're in the, 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 the lower end of that bracket, you know, they're getting a steady diet. The reason why they're there is because of, you know, say immigrants or people of color or you know, other folks, right, that are kind of taking the things that they need. And they've been, you know, given a steady diet of that, and they've been looking at their lives and the things that they've been doing, and it ain't working for them, right? And now I think that they've been fed, you know, a lot of misinformation. I think the, the social media and the Internet and AI and all those things that we see have been pushing that narrative on them. And I think that people now believe 
that anything that anybody says about the former president must be some conspiracy, like that can't be true. Um, or they actually believe that the election, you know, even though all of the experts are now saying that that's not true, or Mike Lindell, the old man, has lost his billion-dollar business because of it, people are being sued, Trump has, you know, been indicted, people are being convicted, but there's still a group that believes that there's a conspiracy. The other thing is that on the public elected official side, Trump wields that power because the populace still believes in him. And so thus, if they go against him, I'm sure that there's some firebrand folks that believe that too. But the political calculus is, if I go against Donald Trump and he all of a sudden gets on you know, X, formerly known as Twitter or whatever other social media platform, and he says, hey, that Jeff Hayden is no good, and hey, you you better not vote for him. And I'm in a district that still, you know, really that Trump polls well in. Then I got a dilemma because I could do what's right um, and try to tell the truth, or I can lay back and not say nothing. I'll follow the president and then retain my seat. So there is Trump has weaponized like his power and his threats. And he uses social media effectively or his tools effectively to go after elected officials that are threatened uh, by by his power. Yeah. So I think it's twofold. It's pretty complex. But for elected officials, it's scary if you're in the Trump wing. And then for people, um, we have to do better by all people. And because there's so many people, you know, the gap between the haves and the have-nots, the wage gap is so high that those folks on the lower end, what they do is they end up cannibalizing each other. So if you're a low, if you're a working class white person, let's just say in, mid, in, in rural America, I think you've been forgot about, you don't necessarily look to corporations or you don't look towards things that might be happening or, or why your job got shipped overseas or, or, or whatever the system is. You then turn around and you look at, you get a steady diet that somehow Jeff or Henry or some other person of color, just by the mere fact that they're doing okay, that they must be doing something uh, to take away from me. And that's a hard narrative to break. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, man, I truly do appreciate you joining us uh, on short notice. I um, mean, you are a wealth, a wealth of political knowledge. Look, when I have sports and business uh, stuff uh, from an attorney perspective, I always have on my guy Steve Silton. He's going to be my regular. We've got a new lineup of oh, guests that we're yeah that, that we're rolling out. We got a new lineup of guests that we're going to have weekly contributors on this show uh, with the uh, the Fox Nine anchors potentially um, as well. But man, I'd love to have you on as a regular man because uh, this is your wheelhouse. Hey, I'd love to do it, and uh, though I'm not a lawyer. Uh, and I'm a former athlete. I can talk a little bit about sports too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and listen, and listen, hip hop as well and music as well, because I know you're interested in that. We oh. love to be on the show. You're doing a phenomenal job. We are proud of you, my good friend. All right, I appreciate it, and and let's do that, man. Let, we'll, we'll be in conversation. I have my people talk to your people, and uh, let's do something in studio, man. I appreciate it. Look. Love to do it. Love to do it. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. That's Jeff Aiden joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.